0: what's up y'all it's your girl shay in the building shay world 618. it's a gemini's world and her name is shay coming through with another episode of just all me honestly today it's not about me this is basically a general thing and it's going to be something different and new i know i don't be up here that much but you girls a little bit busy behind the scenes working reality checks has been hitting me left and right and personally I just really wanted to break free from all of that and just jump on the podcast and just finally do a show just because I want to grow my audience and you know still be able to stay in tune with things you know keep you guys updated on things but today is different okay just because of a personal thing that's been happening um I just wanted to basically have a conversation a lot of people are not as religious you know i'm not gonna say i'm as religious but i do believe in the higher power i do believe in jesus christ um but today's episode is basically about him you know and if you don't want to listen to it that's okay that's cool i'm not gonna be out here preaching or god said this god you know it's not it's, it's that's not what this episode is about but you might be able to relate to my episode is called Silently Quit, okay, and now I'm piggybacking off of an episode of um, Stephen Furtick. If any, anybody heard of him, I love him, I watch him every Sunday, well, I try to watch him every Sunday. Sometimes he have new people on every freaking week <laughs> or whatever because, you know, sometimes you can see the break from, you know, the stage, but it was this one episode It's basically Are You Silently Quit, right? And I'm piggybacking off of it because I know I have done this before. Um, and i kind of like low-key still doing it. So, are you suddenly quitting something without performing with the higher power? Now, your higher power could be um, Allah or somebody. You know, I don't really know the terminologies when it comes to different religions. But just know we all serve one God at the end of the day. Okay, unless you're an atheist, that's a whole different guy. But we all can relate to a lot of things, you know what I mean? that like hatred, evil, all of that, blessings, prosperity, all of that, you could all relate to it. But silently quitting and let me get into it because I only got 30 minutes. You know how your girl is. <laughs> Y'all Silently quitting. Are you silently quitting something without confirming with the higher power? No. I say confirming with the higher power. i to God about um, quitting something that He gave you, that He offered you. You know, if God gave you a blessing in disguise for right, and you decided to just drop the ball on it, like, did you confirm with God and say, like, I don't want to do this anymore? He he obviously gave this opportunity to you or this this pretty much this um challenge to you because there's something greater from it or you can learn something from it. Have you conferred with God about not doing something that he he basically put in front of you? I personally chose this topic because I tend to soundly quit on a lot of things. And I don't know if that's a Gemini treat or whatever, but I always find myself getting into something and a lot of people know on my regular Facebook feed, Shake Her the Williams, that I'm always getting into something. You know, I'm a big hustler and all that, you know, in place that everybody knows that like if something happens, fail it, minds, I'm always jumping into something else. But sometimes it'd be a little too challenging for me to jump into something else when my reality is stay in tune with this one project that i have in front of me and it's like how can i get past this obstacle when i don't even know which direction to go to sometimes you gotta sit back talk to god and ask him listen i don't know which way to go can you help me point me out in the right direction where i need to be like i need to be able to i need to be able to see it and sometimes a lot of people quit because they don't see direction you don't feel the direction at that moment in time i think it's best that you stop not quit but stop in place and ask god for direction okay if god don't answer you that means you need to stay put okay something is about to happen don't jump the gun because when you jump the gun and you tend to put yourself in the in a position that you can't get out of You're, you find your journey more challenging and then next you know oh i don't know why what is this what's going on why is this happening and, and the whole time you should have just stayed put because god didn't tell you what to do yet he didn't tell you to move forward move left, move left. he just didn't tell you to quit he didn't say anything You was supposed to sit right there and go through the journey. Whatever he put in front of you, just wasn't set right there and went through the journey because it was something inside of it that you could have grasped it and learned from. That is my biggest thing. I do not do that. I um, I normally keep myself in the ass and be like, damn, I should have did this, I should have did that, I should have, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I'm always like, well, maybe, maybe next time maybe there may not be a next time you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm like are you sounding quitting something without going to god now this goes into many different in many different ways you can talk about your spirit you can talk about you know a diet you can talk about a job you can talk about all kinds of things but they all come into play did you go to god for answers. Did you go to God and pray about it? Did you go to God and just praise and just praise Him? thank you, Lord, for just giving me this opportunity? I don't know what it's going to bring out of me or what you have in store for me, but thank you for this opportunity for just giving me a chance. You know, I don't know. It's very, very challenging right now, but I'm going to figure it out with your help and your blessings, you know, moving forward, you know, stuff like that. You just need to go to God and just talk to him and tell him like, listen, I know I've been, you know, like struggling, stressed out and worrying about things, not coming to you about things and stuff like that. But right now, I just really need the answers. I really need you know, to find my way, and that's how I feel right now. Now, I've been talking about my journey of uh, when I moved here, and you know, the death of my ex-boyfriend, and you know, my car being repo, lights lights wanted to get caught off with a shut off notice. Like I was going through a lot, man. Shit just happening emotionally all at once and stuff. And I'm just looking like, why the fuck is this is happening right now to me? And I take it as God stripped me so I can have a better a better beginning. Now, a lot of people will take what I'm going through as, God don't love me, God don't care about me. No, God really loves you, he loves the shit out of you. And I'm gonna go deeper into it because, for instance, like I was having trouble with my car for the beginning, right? not from the beginning, but like going towards the end before it got repo. And I asked God, I said, God, I need a better opportunity. I need a better way, you know, with this car. I need help with this car. I even posted about it on Facebook too. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do about this car. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep up with this car or whatever, but whatever you do with it, like if they come and get it right now, you know, just give me the, uh, just a day or two until I move into my new place. And I did, he did that for me. And under the circumstances, um, I only could work at McDonald's, so be, being that I worked, um, got into McDonald's, I was able to still bring in some type of income. You know what I mean? Like, cause the rent here is high as hell, and if I didn't have a job, I wouldn't even be in this place. I'm telling you right now, God is so good, it's so real. Um, I don't know if I expressed this to you before, but before we even moved in, we was on the rent. Like, our lease was up, my landlord. Was on some bullshit. Like he didn't want to keep us in because he knew that my section eight was running out. Because I had already placed a uh, a transfer, started the transfer. So once that started, there was no going back. Pretty much, I don't really know how that worked. I just know that that's what section eight was telling me then. Because it's they so they're not really accepting people anymore. In Scranton, Pennsylvania, they're more like trying to push people out because of the budget. Which is understandable because I don't know why I really want to be on this shit forever. I'm telling you right now. But, um, long story short, when I did the, um, you know, the move, I was trying to go to Florida, which was a struggle. Now, it's a 17-hour drive, and I wasn't trying to do that with my car because that's too many miles, and I was having car issues. I wasn't trying to get stuck nowhere in any state. Um trying to work the money up to move my car which is two thousand dollars just to move the car then getting the u-haul money and all of that that was a struggle you know then having the deposit for the apartment section 8 was taking forever with my paperwork i kept calling and calling and leaving messages nobody calling me back which was really odd for me so i was like what the hell is going on i'm like this has never happened before so when they never contacted me back i wound up calling fairport new york Cause that's where I'm. I'm used to New York. I don't want. I if anywhere I should go, I should go back to where I just really came from. So coming back to New York, the door was open, which was funny for me because it's like, okay, it's open, but do I really want to go back? You know, to New York, it was open. I I went through it, got approved, all of that. Now the only problem was there was no apartment for Section Eight-wise on the map that, that was, uh, um, what do you call it, affordable for me at the time. And I'm like, well, I don't know what, what I'm gonna do. I might have to go with my kid's father. And anybody knows me and my kid's father, there was a lot of things that was going on. A lot of discrepancies that was going on. And his other kid's brother, not to prick up, but like she was living there at the time. You know, we have our ins and outs. We, we go back and forth. Sometimes we cool, sometimes we not. And his mom lives there. So it was a lot of people living there. So i happened to god gave me the opportunity and i'm not going to go too deep into it. but he gave me the opportunity to go there and witness how it would be if i was to move in his apartment and i am so grateful and thankful that i didn't have to go through that now i applied to a few places that um i knew it was accepted applications but it had a year to 18 month list and I knew only had two months to find something or or my Section Eight voucher was going to expire. But I took it and I went with it anyway. And that was only for God telling me, apply for this, apply for that, apply, you know, do this, do that, you know, and I went with it. Lo and behold, God answered my prayers. The place that I went to was booked in full. And like where I'm at right now, it was full, honey. Full. Now when it was time to literally move, I would say two weeks before my lease ran all the way out, okay, all the way out. And I asked my landlord, you know, if he could just extend it for one more month because Florida, they just had, they were just getting ready for a hurricane. So thankfully, I didn't go there. I still ain't getting no word from them. Um, The area that I was going to, I was going to St. Petersburg, uh, Florida. Okay, which is right next door to tent, but they went, they had a real bad hurricane. Thankfully, again, I'm thankful, grateful that I did not go to St. Petersburg, Florida in September. So I asked my landlord if he could do an extension for just one month, just one extra month. Because I had two months with section eight in Pennsylvania. Or whatever. And he said, Yeah, okay, cool. Took the money, even though he had raised the rent, he's kept it at the rent that it was. Cool, alright, cool. it gave give me enough time to clean up the house, make more money, you know, the whole nine yards. So the apartment that I'm in now, lo and behold, they called me back, asked me, um, cause I was getting ready to move in with my kids' father. We already had got rid of all the furniture and stuff for our bed, deep freezing, some clothes and boxes and some other stuff. Right. We was starting we was already throwing out stuff since May, you know. And each week we'd throw out a bed, we'd throw out a couch, we'd throw out something, you know what I mean? Like, because we couldn't afford the dump, dumpster people to come to get it at the time. Or whether not even you all, to take the furniture from here to wherever I was going. At the time, I thought I was going to my kids' house. So, I we didn't I didn't think of nothing of it. Then they called me back, baby, telling me that this is all a blessing a solid, solid quit. when they called me back and told me that someone had literally just moved out of this apartment now this person i mean not i don't know who who they are they was um facing eviction as many were in this complex for back rent during the pandemic they wasn't paying their rent and they caught up with them and they took, finally took them to court and they were facing eviction so they moved out before they even get a chance to um you know, got it before they got the eviction notice. You know, never do that ever, but because you got to fight your chains So they call me and tell me, "Yeah, we got a deep bedroom for you." Yada yada yada. It wasn't like that, but like you know, I was so excited. I said, "What?" she said "Yeah, when can you come in to sign the paper?" Well, I'm like, "Well, I'm all the way in PA." She's like, "Yeah, you know, we, well, we can do everything to email right now, but you do have to come here to sign at lease." It's a Baby, you couldn't tell me nothing else. I don't took my car because my car at the time was going back and forth to the shop all September. I don't understand it, but August and September was like the worst months I could have right before moving. The car came. I got into a car accident in July. That messed me all the way up. I mean, not that the car was damaged at all. But because it was in a car accident and it was financed and I was doing live, I had to go through the proper protocol. Like, I went through mad shit with that car and it set me back a lot, you know, money-wise. So when she called me, I said, yeah, I did everything through email, fax, whatever she needed. And I went up there to sign my lease on uh, the end of September, but she dated for October 1st. And I, that was that what you can tell me nothing better i mean i moved up here with i wound up getting ready for the u-haul <laughs> Lo and behold, and i saved my deep freezer my one bed and we got a three-bed market so i'm on one bed boxes and a whole bunch of clothes and stuff like i i was like ecstatic i was ecstatic like i was so happy to be in my apartment and, you know, not go through the struggle anymore. But then, as soon as I get here, again, car issues, you know? Not too bad, but it had little car issues. And my ex-boyfriend had got murdered. And you know, and I don't wanna go too deep into that because it's still sore. But I just wanted to say how good God is. However, instead of appreciating the blessing continuously, but you know, after the murder, the landlord sending um taking my deposit, cussing me out through text messages and sending me a certified mail saying I owe him thirteen hundred, thirteen ninety nine, point ninety nine. Like, are you kidding me? You wanna say fourteen fourteen hundred. Like, are you kidding me? It's like, how could you say that I got proof that I did what what I'm supposed to do? You're going to tell me that the wooden floor had paint on it when that's the same paint that was there when I first moved in? I just don't have proof of that part. But I was like, you're not about to do that to me. You send me a fake bill. Okay. Then you send a check, a print of a, t- a picture of a check as if you sent it to the people you give me an estimate that's an estimate that's not a bill you have your own corporation you have your own people that you can use you know that you use for repairs and and maintenance and stuff you did not go outside of them he had an actual company on these paperwork i say you did this is an estimate this is not what you did like you, you, I'm like, listen, you want to talk you can talk about the mold that got me sick, okay, in the, from the basement, being in it prolonged, you know, working out and all this, like, it's a lot of stuff, like, my son having breathing problems for months being on the first floor, you know, you sold the house with mold on it, you covered it up, when I first came to PA, I seen the apartment as it was before he fixed it up, and we, at the time, we ain't had nowhere to go either. So I just was like, okay, I trust you. I seen your other units, your other units look nice. I trust that you're gonna get it done. And that was that. Came to PA, moved in, they looked it looked nice. Only thing about it is the, the damn floor. Like, that I could complain about. The floor, the attic wasn't done. I ain't worried about that, but, in the basement hell hella junk in it that I gotta get rid of. The floor, however, did not have a double floor. You can hear my whole conversation throughout the house, But that's the end of there. the The solid quick part was, after moving up here and having to go through a lot of shit, I went through a Great Depression. A real, deep depression last, the end of last year. Now, my job moved here in October. I, I don't ever want to go through the experience again Losing somebody not almost losing, you know, everything in your apartment. Like, God, basically, I put it like this. Even though everybody has a, a, um, a responsibility, right? You got to be accountable for your actions and stuff like that, right? But being that I had a, a tricky situation, the car wasn't transferred, could do Uber and Lyft, which was my, my another way of sourcing income. I was able to do Spark, wasn't making much of that. Okay, I was able to do Instacart, wasn't making much of that, and working at McDonald's overnight. At the time, all that's all I could do when it comes to my kids' schedule. They had to be to school at different times, so I did what I, uh, you know, a mother's supposed to do. You know, she she kind of like sacrifice, and I did. I'm only bringing only what so much income, you know, a week. With that being said, that wasn't enough to cover the car insurance, the car payment, gas and electric, the, the rent, you know, the, the utilities, everything, the all the bills, pretty much, keeping the phone on, all of that. So I went through a silent quit. I literally was giving up. I gave up on the fact that I can get my car, have my car. I gave up the fact that, you know, I can have my car a little longer if I just paid, you know, something down on it. I gave up the fact that I can, you know, find another job that was beneficial to my, you know, my kid's schedule. You know, I was just giving up. The house was a mess every day. I was like, excuse me, my son is in a bathroom with me. <laughs> the nerve. The nerve. I gave up the fact that I gave up the fact that life is never meant to be perfect. Okay? I gave up the... I almost gave up my religion, like, because I felt like God gave up on me. As appreciative as I am. I felt like there was no help whatsoever. Food stamps, ah, man, that was a hassle. I'm just now getting food stamps. Even though, again, I never want to be on this stuff longer. You know, I don't want to be honest with anymore but then I have to. I just feel like I could have did better, so I silently quit everything. As a mother, worker, you know, um, my finances was jacked up. Like every credit card I had charged off one by one. You know, I just was feeling so down. Like, this is not life. Why am I going through this? like, God help me <laughs> going through stuff with my kid's father. Like, you know, it was just a few things that just was happening. Then I just gave up. And I say, God, just strip me from all the things that, because God know you. God knows your every move. God knows what you're going to do, say, all of that stuff. So, so let me just strip you right now. Strip me from my car, okay? Strip me from my main finances, all the finances I had. Strip me from all of that. Strip me from like the furniture and stuff. I want to say, everything I did, I feel stripped, right? I have nothing right now. I have no car. We have laundry that's piled up, okay, just sitting there. I have one job, thankfully I do. And I just, I haven't been on my beauty. You know, I haven't been like pretty, at least that's how I feel. And I haven't been able to save any money because I don't have any all I have is McDonald's. Which is really funny because they give me and at this point they feel like they just give me whatever. Take me off the schedule whatever they feel like it. I feel I feel I feel crazy. But I know that there's a gonna better things is gonna happen, bro. So I know God. I know once he puts you in a certain situation, just get ready to be prepared for a blessing. Get ready to be prepared for a blessing. And that's how I feel right now. I have my shake out of sweat cream that I am that I have revamped okay um i have to do marketing you know i have to, it's so much i gotta do right now when it comes to that the business but it's i did my taxes a lot of people didn't get nothing back I'm, i can just vouch for that that's a, that's a true statement a lot of people did not get nothing back so i can't really afford anything <laughs> as of right now like well, if i'm trying to get a car i can't really do that so i'm going to through the uber then i make money towards that save so up for the car get my furniture, get us off the floor, and then i just probably invest them, you know? Cause that's what the, one of my things, I was gonna invest $2,000, I can't even afford $2,000, probably do $500. And I'll just invest, you know? I'm praying I'm able to go on a business trip or something like that this year. I pray that Prime America get me through. I don't know, I just don't, I'm, I'm sitting here complaining. Silently quitting yet again and praising God at the same time. Because other than that, you still have to be appreciative no matter what. You got to be appreciative no matter freaking what. Don't silently quit because you silently quit, then you give up on your opportunities, the blessings that He may give you, that He will give you. you quit right now, you're not going to see the end of the journey. I've met some great people throughout this whole process these Rochester people out here and, and I want to say I haven't been networking or whatever but I'm not ready to put my business out there anymore I, I don't know I guess I gave up on that too like I, I say I'm ready to put the shake out there but then I look at my, my my marketing and what I have been doing the trial period I haven't been doing nothing when it comes to Shake and that's not the plan, that was never the plan. The plan was to get here and jump straight on it as soon as I got here. But I was uncomfortable. I felt, I felt abused. I don't have the support team like I thought I would when I moved here. I just need somebody to help me, push me, go to the gym. I thought I had a trainer, that I definitely don't have that. Um, I, I thought I had an accountability partner, which is my kid's father. Definitely don't have that. I mean, I, I guess it starts with me, right? It's my business. I need to work on a diet. I need to work on the gym. I guess so. I don't know. We'll see. In the meantime, I want to get over this. Just listen. Remember the the, the the statement. Are you silently quitting? from something without asking the higher power. That is something you need to think about. Don't silently quit. Don't quit at all, actually. Talk to God. Talk to the guy that you believe in and ask him if if this is the right direction for you. You know, whenever you want something in life and you just go out and pursue it, God helps you along the way. And if you feel stuck, Call on him and he will help you. You don't want to go to sleep. (laughs) Too much. It's three in the morning. Anyway, I'm getting off of here because I basically just spilled all of my tea. (laughs) Have a good one.